most of the time we think that 60 to 90,000 of our thoughts, we think all of them, we think all of those are true. We convince ourselves that those th thoughts are true. And that's not the case either. That's, that's unhealthy and that's toxic. And I fall into that same pattern. I go off and tell myself this story based off a thought, based off another thought, and based off that thought that led to that thought. You feel me? Right. Because yeah. I'm attached and I'm like intertwined with that and it's, and it's messing me up. Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. And if you're listening to this podcast right now on a podcast streaming platform, I just want you to know that this episode is actually uploaded on YouTube. You can watch this episode on YouTube. So if you'd like to do that, please head over to YouTube, type in Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. You can type in the episode number or the episode title and the episode will pop up. Please, please, please do us a favor, regardless of if you're going to watch the episode on YouTube or not, subscribe to our channel, Express Yourself Black Man. That is where the platform is moving. Right now, we are heavily based on Instagram. And while that is dope, Instagram does not pay us for the content that we post. So that means we spend hours making content, which helps you guys, but doesn't really help us to build a platform outside of building new followers. And while that's great, it's not enough. So please head over to YouTube. That way, it's a win-win for both of us. You guys get extra free content, and we get paid for the content that we post, while also having the opportunity to have a larger impact and a larger reach to the black community. So if you rock with us, if you support us, if you're interested in helping us further the platform, please take some time out of your day to subscribe to us on YouTube. Express yourself, black man. I'll give y'all a couple seconds to do that before the episode actually starts. Regardless of what you decide to do, I appreciate you for listening. Yo, what's up, y'all? We're going live with Soul Cole. We're supposed to be talking about breath work, but Young Dolph got tragically murdered today, so we'll probably talk about that and some other stuff. So, yeah, stick with us. It's definitely going to be a dope conversation. Soul, what's going on, brother? Peace, my brother. How you feeling? I I'm all right, man. Like, I, I, man, I was, I, I was feeling definitely a little bit heavy. Mm -hmm. earlier before i went to the gym like a couple hours ago just with you know everything that we heard about young Dolph, and then also mm -hmm. i was at the gym and then i heard about what happened with black youngster and, and yo Gotti, and i just you know i don't know i just feel like it always takes a toll on me hearing about another black man dying yeah man. you know and uh, i put up a post and i was just telling people like every time we as black men hear about other black men dying it always kind of, at least for me, it always kind of kind of reminds me of the fact that my life can kind of be stripped away at any point in time. Any moment, and bro. You, you, you get what I'm saying, right? And like, it, and it and it puts us in kind of like a heightened state of anxiety. That's what I was saying, which we have to operate in as if everything is normal, right? And then that heightened state of anxiety also perpetrates like the whole issue where we have like people that are committing these violent acts right because they're so anxious we're so worried about not making it home safe that now we are part of the violence because we want to make sure that we can get home so if anybody even looks like a threat if we even perceive things that aren't even threats as threats now it's you, you get what i'm saying like now it's an issue right so it's just this vicious cycle and i'm kind of like it's hard to figure out what to do especially as a black man so I, I think the best thing that we can do is kind of talk about it yeah. and just have an open conversation and just let people hear kind of the discussion that we have amongst each other because I don't think we talk about this enough. We only talk, we talk about it when things happen, but then like the next day or the next week or whatever, we kind of move on. Yeah. Uh, I think it needs to be a longer discussion about what we can do in our community to kind of stop some of this stuff. I think, I think you bring up a great point, just having this space to share authentically, to share, you know, with transparency. And it's, you know, just even, you know, transparency, like you and I had scheduled to talk 
you know, a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And our schedule didn't align, right? And we rescheduled for this day to mm-hmm. do a recording, right? We wasn't even going to go live. We was going to mm-hmm. do a recording that was going to get put out later. Right. But all this was way too heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think you made a great decision with, you know, with what's going live just to get it out, right? right. Just these natural emotions and, and it's in the moment, man. Um, for me, you brought up about, you know, being a black man, having to, when we see other black men, you know, murder, it, it, it just hits different, right? When we mm-hmm. look in the mirror at night and it's, it's like, wow, like, yeah, that could be me at any given moment, right? We already walk with that target on our back when we leave the house. Right, and that right. anxiety it comes with us, right? And then sometimes, you know, I, I can't lie, I get I get I get in this bubble, right, that yeah, like I'm I'm I don't think that this can happen to me mm-hmm. as a safe as a safety net, mm-hmm. knowing that it's it can happen to me, but I I keep telling myself that I'm that's the only way. Cause if not, I would I would scare myself into never coming out the house. Right. Right, and that's what, yo, you, you're making such a, a great point. That's what people don't understand is, like, you kind of have to psych yourself out to the point where it's, like, you're leaving the that's house. The mental, that's the mental part of it, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's really a mental battle on a daily basis, and especially when you have events like this that happen because it's fresh in your mind, like, yo, this just happened to this brother. Like, that could have really been me. And I'll give you a perfect example, right? When I was younger, when I was, like, 15, 16, I got robbed for the second time, right? I got robbed for the second time. I'm literally like a block away from my house. I get robbed by like two people. They took my phone. They took like some money off of me. And the next day, when I when it was time for me to like leave the house, I felt so heavy. And I talk about this a little bit in the book. I felt so heavy. I felt like I was going to war. Like literally, I felt like I was going to war. I felt like I had like 300 pound person that I was carrying out the door with me. I really, it was, it was that hard to take my first step outside of my house. And that, that comes with the, the trauma of, of being robbed, of, of having some kind of trauma that happens to you in close proximity in your neighborhood. And when things like this happen, we hear about like black men dying or a black man getting like violence, some, some kind of violence happening to a black man. We kind of get, we get this secondhand trauma. Right. And that's kind of what we're talking about right now. Our experience with hearing this kind of news and it, it, it puts us in a state where we feel like we've actually experienced it because in a sense we have. Right. Yeah. Like in a sense we have. Yeah. So it's important that you like you acknowledge the fact that, yo, I kind of have to psych myself out to get to the point where I leave, leave the crib, because if not, you would you would be in a crib anxious all the time. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you would be in a crib anxious the whole time. Yeah, man. Um, if you don't mind, I want to just, I want to, I want to just set this space. I know we both kind of came on this during a little razzle, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to just come back and just ground us mm-hmm. in this moment, right? And ground us, you know, and using our platform to share, you know, and serve, but with intention. So I'm going to just go, I'm going to, I want, you know, I want to put this, this good energy out there still, mm-hmm. right? This healing energy out here. So I'm going to just go ahead and light this. Um, Palo Santo right quick and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just you know take a moment of silence and just you know let everybody in this space know that this is a safe space let everybody know that this is a place where you can come and just you know be yourself right we just want to have an open conversation but I know that you and I just came on we were just like man Mm -hmm. so you know let's just just you know let's take a couple deep breaths man you know, if, if everybody was joining, they, they want to just, you know, do this with us. I encourage you to do that. You know, sit up right, spine up tall, relax your shoulders, and just focus on your inhale and focus on your exhale right now, man. Just be thankful for the breath that we have in our lungs, the breath of life. And that alone is so much to be grateful for. And as you close your eyes and you really just focus on that sensation going in and out through your nose, 
or if you want to exhale through your mouth, whichever is comfortable, it's no right or wrong. It's just grounding yourself in this present moment, connecting yourself to this present moment with your breath and allow that to be your anchor in this moment for whenever you feel stressed or whenever you feel a high level of of anxiety. You know, as myself right now, I I definitely feel a high level of anxiety and I'm trying to um, mask it and portray myself in a way that it doesn't seem that I show that I'm hurting, but I am hurting and I am, I have the courage to admit that right now in this safe space. And this is, and it's okay for me not to be okay right now. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me not to be okay right now. And I know that I'm not alone. I know that right. I'm not alone. And and everybody else who, you know, who feels, you know, similar, know that you are not alone in this moment as you continue to bring your attention and your breath inhaling through your nose and a deep sigh exhaling through your mouth letting all that negative energy out letting all that worry let it all go and um as we just set our intention just to just to be open and honest and supportive of each other and to allow our light to shine while we create this space right now. It's just, it's heavy, right? And I think the best thing that we can do is sit in it together, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to being, feeling like, you know, we're alone. So, yeah, I just wanted just to do that, man, just to ground us back into this moment. This was, like I said, this was unexpected, you know, but the timing of it was not. Uh, coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. Like I said, you and I had already scheduled to have this conversation tonight and talk about black men and mental health, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. So I'm gonna, you know, pass the kick it back over to you, man. This is uh, yeah. All right, listen, man. I appreciate you doing that because I was just gonna get into things that we can do when we experience high, you know, high levels of anxiety because a lot of times we have this heightened level of anxiety. And that we don't know what to do with it, right? So that we, so then we live with it, and it becomes normalized, right? But we have to learn how to release that. But so I talk about it. I talk about it in the book too. Exactly what you did, like that meditation, that breath work, is so 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 important. Grounding yourself, especially when you're having or experiencing anxiety, because um, anxiety is 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 a liar. Somewhat, it's basically putting you in a experience or a moment that's not real, mm-hmm. right? Like. The reason why we experience that anxiety is because we feel like we're in a we're in a space where we can be killed or something's gonna happen to us, right? And that's not the truth. Like right now I'm at home. I'm technically I'm technically safe at home. Right? So it's about bringing yourself back into that present moment. And you did that beautifully, brother. So I appreciate you. I applaud you. Thank you so much for that, man. Like because yeah. uh, we need like all of us need those tools, those those techniques in order for us to, to learn how to deal with that anxiety. Like not even just black men, just black people in general. We all experience anxiety, right? Just with the fact that being just be, just because we're black in America, right? Like you're always going to have to experience that, that level of anxiety, but it's about learning how to deal with it healthily. Yeah. We, so, man, we, I, I appreciate you for that. And then what I wanted to ask you, bro, is like, how did you get into this work and like, what is it like? I guess your journey. Like, how yeah, did you this? this no, nah, you said it right. This yeah. work, this inner work, man. This mm-hmm. I I got on my path. I think I became aware that I was on this path in 2018. I've always been on this path, but have I been conscious of it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, I've always been on the path of returning home to myself, returning to my true nature, and. But it was in 2018 where that light bulb finally clicked on for me. And that was one of the lowest points of my life. You know, I just suffered two season-ended injuries um, mm-hmm. in my career, having neck surgery, having hip surgery, back-to-back months. I just deal with, I was dealing with a lot of family, you know, you know, drama, right? Who, who doesn't mm-hmm. have, but it was all, it was heightened at this time. I was dealing mm-hmm. with my personal relationship. You know, that was, you know, that was heavy on me and I didn't, I had a lot, 
everything was just coming down on on my plate, right? But it was it was breaking me down to build me back up. And I, you know, that's hindsight now. I didn't understand it in the moment. I just knew that this was a storm. I knew it was a storm, right? And so in that storm, I'm a big, I'm a huge uh, fan of J. Cole, naturally. And so I listened to an interview he did back in 2018 at Rolling Loud. And he talked about how meditation was helpful for him Mm. And before he goes on shows, before he does, you know, an interview, right? And that helps him ground himself. And I was like, okay, let me, you know, I, before I had heard about it, but I never like really gave it a try consistently. But here, now I see someone who looks like me. I see someone who I resonate with. And mm -hmm. I hear them authentically talking about how this can help them, how this is helping them. Right. I'm open to giving it a try now. So then I started that journey and it was, um, it wasn't pretty, it wasn't clean. It wasn't just like, Oh, I got it. Right. Right. That took time. That took weeks committing to it. Right. It took me trial and error. It took me going through, me going through, you know, different, different modalities to figure out how right, what works for me. Right. Do I like silent meditations do i like guided lightly guided meditations do i like music with my meditations right and do i you know what is breath work right and right all these different types of breathing practices and then what is you know and then that that took me into naturally into yoga right you know healing myself physically and yoga is more it's definitely a lot more mental than it is physical and I had to figure that out, that that practice continued to help me in my rehab as well. So incorporate all that, you know, and fast forward to 2021, you know, going through and actually going through the pandemic allowed me to accelerate on this journey, right? Because I was already committed to doing the work and doing this this healing, this inner work and, you know, this road to self-discovery and this road of unlearning and relearning, you know, these these norms and and these conditions that I've been programmed, you know, just from birth, right? And mm -hmm. so that has been that's been where I, you know, have been gotten to from there to now. And now I'm at a point where I realize that I have uh, a purpose now outside of playing football, right? And I didn't before then. I I didn't I didn't think that that's all I was you know good for. But I wasn't sure what the what the next thing was until right. I started doing my journey, and then I realized, you know, okay, we other people need this, right? Other people need this, and I can I can help, and I want to help. Right. Yeah, I think one thing that you said that really stood out to me was the fact that J. Cole came out and talked about meditation, and because you saw someone that looked like you, it helped you to kind of come come to the idea or come you know the whole stigma off of it for me right that i had pre that i previously had placed on it meditation strictly being for not not for not for people of color right I seen anybody a, a person of color in that space facilitating that space and you know making it feel like i'm welcomed in this space right and you, and that is that is exactly why representation matters and that's exactly why it's so important for us as black men to have these kind of conversations about the things that we do that work specifically for us yeah. because we just don't like a lot of black men just aren't aware of these things like a lot of black men like you said you were you were one of them at, at one point where just don't understand that yo meditation works i was just like you i used to think meditation like what what am i some like i'm is, yeah. isn't that isn't that for like hippies or something like i'm not, yeah, I'm not what am i monk. meditating for i'm not a monk <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. right like what am i meditating what am i sitting down and doing right. that? do i have to fold my legs and say oh i'm like i don't know what i don't even know what it looks like right yeah and i, I think it's so important that you said that and that's one of the things that i try to do with the pages like i said yo black man this is these are some things that work for me they yeah. may work for you may right and that's and that's the main thing that I do with the platform. It's like, yo, look, it worked for me. It may work for you, and it may work for another person. So share it. 
So it's I, I love the fact that you said that, man. And I love the fact that you also talked about yoga because that's another one of them that we look at and we're like, yo, I ain't getting into that. Yeah. Like, our first thought is that's for a white woman. Like, at least but that's what I, that's not what I truly, No, nah, you're yeah. not off. You're not off, right? But if we trace that back, that's been going on for thousands of years. And they were doing that back in the motherland generations ago. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, they've, they've had that for years, right? But, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten whitewashed. It's like pretty much everything else. And we've forgotten our place in that. And so that's also something that is, for me, it's been, it's been a part of unlearning and relearning. Right, right. So can you, all right, so I think what would be good is there's going to be people that are listening to this that have no idea how to get into meditation, that have yeah. no idea how to get into yoga. Yeah. Can you give some just tips, some pointers, just you can, you can reference your journey or have you, mm -hmm. however you want to do it for any black man or black woman that's interested in getting into the work, like what, what are some tips and pointers that you would give them? I think the first thing that I would say is just come with an open mind, right? Release all preconceived notions that you might have about, you know, meditation, yoga, breath work, any of these, uh, you know, holistic practices, right? Just release all that at the door or before you, you know, embark on this stage of this journey for you right you may have been introduced to it before right and you may not have been ready to receive it then right, right. so first i think you gotta allow yourself the space to receive this work and then i think just like anything else give it a fair chance and commit to it right, right. give it a fair chance and commit to it and, you know for you know for for me what worked let's like i'll just speak uh, about it with yoga you know i've been i was introduced to yoga years ago like i'm talking high school right but i didn't it didn't click for me but the seed mm -hmm. was planted the seed mm -hmm. was planted right and then over time you know it was continued to get watered and nurtured whether it was from other people trying to pour into me or me trying to pour back into myself right so don't fight don't fight the natural growth that's going to take place during this process, right? So even if you're hearing this for the first time and it's not resonating with you, the seed is now just being planted naturally, right? Your time, your journey is going to come at its own pace, right? So don't think and also let go of the, the, the notion that it has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Let go of that notion that I got to, I, you know, for me as a competitor, as yoga, I'm like, man, I can go out there and do these poses. Yeah. Not the case, man. I was so hard to hit some of these poses, and it's still frustrating that I can't do some of the stuff that I see, you know, you know, my white counterparts being able to do just like that. And I'm like, dang, am I not as athletic as I thought I was? Right. And so I'm like, this is mentally blocking me from receiving the blessings and the healing that it, this has the capability to allow if I just release all this, you know, tension, right, mm -hmm. and this this mindset that I had going into it, right? So humbling myself, starting from the beginning, starting from the ground up, you know, and just being open-minded and curious. The same way with meditation. You know, I started off just like everybody else. I'm sure you've experienced this, where you you try to, you know, sit in stillness and sit in silence and then, Next thing you know, what happens? Your mind just start going like this. Yeah. And, you, and you can't get it to shut up. And you think that, and you think that, man, I'm not doing this right because my mind keep talking. I right. can't get my mind to shut up. Right. I must be doing it wrong, and I'm never doing this again. That's it. Facts. Right? Let that go. Like, please, from the bottom of my heart, let that, let that stereotype go. Right? Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as perfection in meditation. Yoga, you know what I'm saying? Like, let that go, right? So if you in this, if you in that zone, and you feel, and you realize, and you become aware that your mind is talking to your soul, you're meditating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're doing it. You know, you're doing it because you're now aware of it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That's the mm -hmm. whole thing. Mind, mind, being mindfully aware 
of what you're doing, being mindfully aware of your inhale going in through your nose and exhaling out through your mouth. You feel what that sensation is like, and now you realize I'm in the present moment. Right, right. I'm not in the future. I'm not in my past. I'm here with my breath in this moment. Right. And yo, I'm so glad you mentioned the last part you talk about uh, what meditation looks like. Because a lot of us have this perception that yeah. you're not meditating right if you're not only focused on your breath. And that was something that I had yeah. to get over too. Because when I first started, I would meditate and then I'm starting to think about like dinner or something <laughs> that was said in the morning yeah. or like some 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 work that I got to do or a meeting yeah. or a conversation that I had. Then I'm like, man, I don't know how to meditate. I ain't doing this again. Yeah. Until I started to realize, like, wait a minute, this is part of meditating. I, mm -hmm. I am supposed to, this is mm -hmm. what my brain does. This is mm -hmm. normal. I'm supposed to have thoughts. Like I'm a I'm a human being. They say, I think they say they they say it's like six anywhere between sixty thousand and ninety thousand thoughts per day. Mm. You know, for your for your average person. You mm -hmm. can't stop those from happening. <laughs> They're gonna happen regardless. Right. right. And so one of the best, one of the best sound bites that's helped me in this practice is if you if you do this right now, close your eyes, mm -hmm. right? Close your eyes mm -hmm. and allow whatever thoughts come, just look at them, right? And so picture yourself right now as you're sitting on a hillside, mm -hmm. right? And you have a skyline view of the whole city that you're in. Mm -hmm. And it's daytime. It's about two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. It's a nice summer afternoon. Mm -hmm. You feel the wind across your you feel the wind across your skin. You hear the birds in the background. You hear some city traffic down below. Right? But then you open your eyes and then you look into the sky. Mm -hmm. And you see nothing but beautiful clouds passing by as they just create different shapes in your mind, right? But as those clouds slowly pass through the sky, as the wind guides it on its own journey, I want you to imagine each cloud as each thought in your brain. Mm. So I want you to separate yourself from the thought and not become one with the thought. So separate yourself from that cloud and know that you are not that cloud, but you are aware that there is a cloud. You are aware that there is a thought. And as it continues to passes by your horizon, you just let it go. You let it flow. Mm. Right? So we need to work on separating ourselves, creating separation from that thought instead of becoming attached to that thought. And most of the time we think that that thought is true. Most of the time we think that 60 to 60 to 90,000 of our thoughts, we think all of them, we think all of those are true. We convince ourselves that those th thoughts are true. And that's not the case either. That's, that's unhealthy and that's toxic. And I fall into that same pattern. I go off and tell myself this story based off a thought, based off another thought, and based off that thought that led to that thought. You feel me? Right. Because yeah. I'm attached and I'm like intertwined with that and this and it's messing me up. Right. And I gotta take a step back, come back to my breath, and realize that nah nah nah, just let that joint go. Just let it go. And come back to this moment. Like I am not that thought. That thought is not me. Mm -hmm. I recognize it for what it is, you know. So that that to me has been something that's helped me. I heard someone, I heard, you know, uh, a, a practitioner, a facilitator say that, and it made so much sense, right? As easy as it sounds, right? As simple as it sounds, but it made sense and it clicked. So like you said, it may not work for, for you, but it worked for me, and I just want to help you. Right. Hopefully help somebody on this live. Listen, I'm going to let you know right now. I close my eyes and I imagine everything, and... It definitely, like, I'm going to practice that tomorrow because I do my meditation in the morning. Yeah. I'm definitely going to practice that. And I definitely, I definitely feel like that's going to help because a lot of times what happens is I get entangled with the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then it leads to me thinking a bunch of different things as well. 
and I'm yeah. not letting, I'm not just letting the thought pass. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I mm -hmm. think that's what a lot of people struggle with when it comes to learning how to meditate, learning how to meditate for the first time. Bro, I, I still, I yeah. still, I still struggle with it. Right. I still struggle with it, but I'm better at now bringing myself back. Right. And giving myself grace and not getting frustrated the fact that I went off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. And can I tell you a story? Because I meditated this morning, right? Yeah, yeah. Talk. I, yeah, I meditated this morning. I've been doing like five minutes. I normally do 10 minutes. But lately, I've been like, man, I don't really want to do too many. I don't want to do it for too long. I'm going to do it for five minutes. So right. this morning, I did it for five minutes. Like the first two, three minutes, I'm good. Focusing on my breath. Straight. I don't know what happened the last two minutes of that meditation, but I was thinking about so many different things. I set a timer on my phone for the five minutes, right? The timer goes off. I'm like, damn, I didn't even I forgot I was I forgot I was supposed to be sitting here meditating. And that's like a normal, I think people don't understand. Like that is a normal experience. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you really just get entangled with your thoughts and it's really okay. That doesn't mean that you don't know how to meditate. It just yeah. means that you're human. Like that's really all it is. So I just wanted Hello. to share that with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, nah, that, that listen, man. I can definitely relate to that experience. And I think you, the funny thing is you said is you, you brought up just five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And I heard another meditation teacher say, if we are not willing to spend five minutes with ourselves each day, mm -hmm. why would somebody else be willing to spend five minutes with us? Mm -hmm. And I, that hit home for me. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like if I'm not willing, whether it's meditating, whether it's spending time looking in the mirror, whether it's, you know, in my own personal uh, praise and worship and devotional time, like whether, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, if I'm not willing to spend time getting to know myself for mm -hmm. just five minutes mm -hmm. in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Talk about it. Talk about it. That right. that hit home for me. And I'm just like, dang. Right? So from then on, I've been intentional about spending time with myself. I made it actually non-negotiable for me to meditate every day. Right? I've been on that journey for over a year now. And I've been in, of course, I've done my gratitude journals as well and my devotion as well. Like, those are non-negotiable for me I love as a part of me spending time with me. Right. I love that. And can you talk for just the people that have not done it, that are still probably a little bit wary about it? What are some of the benefits that you've gotten out of that? Because you said you've been doing it for a year. Yeah. Just talk about before and after, if you can still remember, like just the differences that you've seen in yourself and just your interactions with people. Just just drop I think that. Before, before I really went down what I call a, this rabbit hole, before I really, you know, got committed and decided I like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, make this commitment. I think I was going through the motions. Mm -hmm. I was going through the motions. I was on the hamster wheel, right? Mm -hmm. And for the most part I didn't know I was on the hamster wheel. And I think now after, you know, cause consistently practicing this, this has definitely raised my level of awareness in all different in all different areas, right? Not only like physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, but I've I've expanded my capacity to to work on myself. Mm -hmm. I've seen my I've literally raised my personal vibrations mm -hmm. through the roof, bro. Like <laughs> Like I was, you know, then I've just changed. And it's also helped with my, my level of patience. Mm -hmm. It's also helped with my level of patience with myself and with others, right? Mm -hmm. Giving, and it's helped me with forgiving myself and others. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big part of, my, you know, as black men, right? Forgiveness. We could do a whole show just on forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's heavy right there, right? That's a right. lot of unpacking that I had to do, and I'm still doing that. But those are some of the things that I've noticed. My help, my energy has shifted, right? The energy that I walk into a room with now, that light is different. That light shines brighter. Mm -hmm. That light is 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 it got a different glow to it, mm -hmm. right? People, mm -hmm. you, you walk in the room now, people say, hey, "Man, it's something different about you." 
Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's something and they and they they really might not be able to put their finger on it, mm-hmm. but I can. Mm-hmm. You, you know exactly what it is. Yeah. I know exactly what it is. Cause mm-hmm. I've been intent I've been intentional about that. Right. And you know what's so interesting? Cause we met at the Mental Wealth Expo, right? Yes, we did, and man. I'm so glad I came to that joint and I ran into y'all. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And and when I met you, I was like, first thing I noticed, obviously. You're, people don't know. People probably don't know. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're, you're tall. Yeah, like, you're yeah, tall. Yeah. First thing I noticed, I'm just being yeah. honest. But then the second thing I noticed was just the way that you move um, well, like, even even tempered. Like, your, your yeah. tone of voice is very, like, it's, like, very still and calming. Mm-hmm. And you don't often find that in people that you meet just off, just off the street and, mm-hmm. and black men, if I'm just being honest. And right. that's what really stuck out to me. I'm like, okay. This dude is in tune. I knew that off rip before yeah. you even like before we even went into conversation. All that I yeah. like, right, this dude is in tune. I can tell. You can yeah. always, you can always, always, always tell. Especially when, especially when you raise your level of emotional intelligence, you yeah. can tell when other people are vibrating at that level higher. And that's another reason why I tell people heal, heal. Because when oh, you man. heal, not only are you healing yourself, but you're also learning how to develop better relationships just off the fact that you have a stronger sense of okay i know how to discern right from wrong because i know mm-hmm. what feels right and what feels wrong we're going we're going we're going somewhere with this we're going somewhere with this when you mm-hmm. do when you're doing that real healing work then you start to cleanse out your gut mm-hmm. right your gut is where you got to we a lot of people don't know. I have, I just found this out, you know, you know, recently. Like we have a brain in our gut. That's what is our intuition. That's why many people say, like jokingly, trust your gut or follow your gut. Mm-hmm. That did not just that didn't just come out of thin air, right? That didn't just come out of thin air. That's mm-hmm. that is a place of wisdom that we have been separated from, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of goes into that, right? Our diets. Mm-hmm. Our, our, you know, that physical, like our health, like what we, what we put into our bodies, yeah. right? All of that goes into our gut health. And if we can focus on cleansing that, and then we'll focus on opening and cleaning out that space and making room to increase that level of discernment, which you just talked about, to be able to, all right, navigate through these different paths that life takes us on. Right. Man. Woo. <laughs> Man, it's so much it's so much it's so much beauty in this healing, brother. Like it's you find out you keep unpacking things and you and one thing leads you to the next, right? I just remember like how, how I even found out about the men's mental health expo, right? And I didn't I didn't you know, I went there with the intention to connect with other mm-hmm. like minded individuals, with other people, because if you're going, you're going for a reason. Right. Yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying. Same way you go to a concert, you're going because you 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 want to have a good time, or whatever your reason is. I was going to connect with other like-minded black men, mm-hmm. right? And if any women, black women were there, I wanted to connect with them too. But it was specifically for black men mm-hmm. and to support one of one of my good friends, my, one of my good friends who was on the panel as well, King J. So mm-hmm. I wanted to show him some love too, and but. But just like how you had this, you already knew about me when we first met. Mm-hmm. I told y'all up front, like mm-hmm. I followed y'all probably like in the summer. I came across y'all page, my timeline, mm-hmm. you know, because I I'm talking about mental health, so you know the algorithms. But they yeah, worked, they worked in they, this time. They didn't annoy me with an ad that I didn't really want. Right. This time they they got me, and y'all came across my page, and I was following y'all work, and I was like, man. I love this platform, right? Mm-hmm. Ne- didn't think that I was gonna come across y'all until mm-hmm. I saw y'all as a team, as a unit, mm-hmm. and that like in y'all like in y'all uniform, for lack of a better word, right? Yeah. I would recognize based. That's how powerful y'all brand is mm-hmm. for me. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I gotta at least go say what's up and let them know. Like mm-hmm. I don't even want nothing from them. Right. I just yeah. want to let them know to keep doing what y'all doing, keep shining. You know what I'm saying? Support y'all and let y'all know, like, man, I'm here. I'm right. here for you. I'm right. here with you, right? So that's like, I wanted, I wanted to, I didn't want to leave this conversation and not let 
the people know, you know, and give you your flowers as well. Right. And man, I, I appreciate that so much, man, because I think we see a lot of black men arguing and fighting with black men or like just black people in general not working together. But what I say all the time on the platform is like, yo, how y'all think I got here? I started this page. A lot of people don't notice. And every time I say this, somebody's like, what? Mm. I started this page in January. I had 60 followers in January. Wow. Six, zero. Six, wow. I cannot lie about that. I still have the screenshot when I started. Yeah. The reason why I got to where I'm at right now is because the bigger pages, the King J. Barnett's, the Mental Heels, the Therapy for Black Men, the Black Men Heels, all of them saw what I was doing, and they were like, yo, we messed with this young brother. Let's, let's, let's help him out. Yeah. Mental Hill, James Harris, he sends me DMs all the time about different resources and stuff. King yeah. J. Barnett, we talk back and forth here and there all the time about stuff. Therapy, therapy for black men. We yeah. had a, I had a conversation with Vladimir. We talk about stuff all the time. Black Man Hill. I basically know the whole team on Black Man Hill. We talk. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? Like, we collaborate and we talk all the time. Ooh. Just because y'all don't see it on the Charge outside. Up, you know, Charge just because y'all don't see it on the outside. Don't, <laughs> don't think that, like, the black community is not working together. We are. Yeah. It's just what... Y'all see is the, yeah. the toxicity. That's what gets yeah. shared often. But there's a whole different side of the community that's working yeah. to try and better the community. So it's about surrounding yourself with people that are positive. You know what it is? You know what this is, bro? Mm -hmm. Tell them. Social media is promoting, you know, this toxic energy as is sexy. Right. Right. Healing. Right. Healing is truly sexy. And that's a fact. And that's the thing, too. Like, I tell people all the time, too, about that. We we have gotten to the point where it's easy. It's easy for us to make toxicity go viral. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so as a result, people are creating pages solely based on toxicity. Because if toxicity goes viral, now I can get I can get monetized off of that toxicity. Right? And what is it? What is it that everybody wants? A lot of people are driven by money. Money. But the part, the problem is now we're building a culture off of toxicity. Because people come on social media, and as much as they shouldn't, they believe the things that they see, and they consume it, and it becomes truth. So what we what we have to start doing is one critically think when we get on social media. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to take in information and assess whether it's relevant and whether it's factual. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that. We have to surround ourselves with better pages. We have to surround ourselves with better platforms, with better information so that we know how to move consciously and also subconsciously yeah. and, a, and, a, and a, on just a higher level. So that's why I try to say all the time, but yo, just to, just to round back to the point is like, yo, black people work together, bro. Yeah. And I used to think, I used to think, I used to be one of those people that I used to think black people are just cutthroat as crabs in a barrel. That's what it'll always be. But starting this page has completely changed my mind about mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. It has completely changed my mind about that because I meet brothers like you. And mm -hmm. on top of that, I have consistently been helped and collaborated mm -hmm. with when it comes to the black mental health space before I even got to the, pa the, the point where this page was seen as a platform. What? So it's like, yo, bro, don't believe that black people don't work together. I try to tell, yeah. us, I try to tell us all the time, like, don't believe that we don't work together, we do. Yeah. We do. It's about what you see and what, what gets shared. You gotta yeah. change the, the, the environment that you're in to really see it. We definitely support each other. Somebody said that, yeah, we definitely do support each other a lot. It's about what you're, what you're surrounded with, for sure. For yeah, sure, I'm a, bro. I'm gonna keep, keep doing it, right? Because I think, and the reason why I think it's so important to support, right? Because that's the power is is power is true power in giving, right? Mm -hmm. It's true power in giving selfishly, openly, freely, generously. Mm -hmm. It's true power in doing that because the you blocking your blessings of receiving when you don't give. Right. 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 And giving without the the expectation of of getting something in return. Right. right? Just give just from your heart. Right. Because that is the right thing to do, especially if you have it. Even if I don't have it, I, I find a way to give. 
mm-hmm. right? Because I know, I believe in the power of you, 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 you get what you receive. Like, you receive what you get, you feel me? Like, right. you put that out there, you're going to get it back. Right. You're going to get it back. And I never, I've never been someone like to, to, to keep tabs of, oh, I gave such and such this, or right. I gave, I keep, I got a list. No, what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I keep a list of, only thing I keep a list of is what I'm grateful for. Right. Mm. I keep a list of, oh, I gave, I gave some, a homeless man on the street, a bag of chips and a Gatorade. I don't need to put that on social media every time mm. I do it. Mm-hmm. I do it too much, but that's right. not why I do it. I'm not doing it for like, you know, clout. I right. do it because it feels good for me and one and two, I'm supposed to do it. Right. right. It, I'm going to do it every single time. Doesn't right. matter who it is. Right. You know, man or woman on the street. You know, kid, it doesn't matter. Like I'm like if I have the time, most of the time I do, I'ma give what I can because I know that. It's the right thing to do. It's it's a part of my service, right? It's a part of my purpose. And I feel so much better for doing it, right? I right. get joy. Right, right. From giving something and seeing somebody smile, genuinely smile from their soul, like, and they just grateful. Right. I, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. we both here. We both feel that connection. And that what does that do? That raises our vibration. Hmm. So by giving in that moment, you're literally you're literally kind of healing, and you're raising your level. You're you're raising your vibration, and on top, it's not kinda. It's not kinda. Yeah, tell me, you are. <laughs> it's happening. You are, and then on top of that, a lot of people don't know. And this is a theory of mine. People can agree to disagree, but I honestly believe, like what you said is true. I believe it's a universal law. When you give, you are going to receive that back in some way, shape, or form. And on top of just receiving it back, I think you receive it back tenfold. I don't think you receive it back in the way that you gave. I think it comes back with interest on top of that. So I I really think it's in everybody's best interest to give. I'm not saying it has to be monetary. There are so many different ways in which you can do it. It's the universe. Right? You can give your your time. Mm -hmm. This is what I heard. You can give your time. You can give your talent, or you can give treasure. Mm-hmm. There's many different ways to give, bro. There's I love that. There's definitely many different ways to give. I heard that, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep that. Absolutely. Okay, so, man, we've had such a dope conversation. I just want to I wanna wrap it up. Yeah. And I just want to ask you, can you give the people just some parting words, mm. some things, or maybe a quote or something that you live by, or yeah. an affirmation that you feel like is good? And then, and then we'll wrap it up, brother. I, I appreciate you so much. I think I got a couple. Um, one, I heard this a while ago, and this is an affirmation quote that I, I kind of put into practice in my own practice. It says, I will become the highest manifestation that I was created to be in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. That for me was so powerful. I'm going to repeat it again. Mm-hmm. It says, I will become the highest manifestation I was created to be in this lifetime. And mm. I started really just saying that to myself in the mirror, like looking into my eyes, like with intention, meaning it, mm-hmm. right? And so that for me hit home for me. And then one of my one of my go-to tag lines that I, uh, oh, somebody missed it. I don't know if you can put it in the joint. All right, somebody put it in there. I appreciate you, Sarah. And so the next one is, uh, Flow before you go, flow as you go, and before you know you're going with the flow. Mm, explain that one for me. Uh, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. So for me, that kind of came up. I kind I created that one in in the pandemic, right? And I I started realizing like you know what I have better days when I start my day in flow. Like when I start my day doing something mindfully, right? Whether it's yoga, whether it's mm-hmm. you know Tai Chi, whether it's meditation, whether it's breath work. I start my day in a flow. Right? And so then I flow as I go, as I go throughout my day. Now I'm in now I'm in through the day. I'm running errands. I got meetings. I got whatever. I'm in a flow now. Right? And then before I know it, over time, if I keep doing it, I'm going with the flow. Mm. You feel me? So it's flow before you go, flow as you go, 
and before you know, you're going with the flow. Ooh, nah, yeah, yeah. that's... It's real, it's real, it's real simple, it's real light, you know what I'm saying? And but it 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 it, 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 it hit right, it hit where it's supposed to hit. Nah, <laughs> nah, you're not. That definitely hit. Cause the first time I heard it, I was like, yo, I, I feel like this is deep, but I'm not I'm not actually, like I'm not actually getting it, but your explanation was spot on, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Sure. So thank you so much, bro. Yeah. Thank you so much. This conversation it was so needed. It was so dope. I'm definitely going to uh, make it a podcast episode, bro. Thank you so much for coming on and dropping so many gems, bro. I appreciate everybody who tuned in. I appreciate you for you having this space, man. And I don't want to leave this this episode without um, publicly just saying, you know, rest in peace to, to Dolph and, and sending peace and love and healing for his family, his kids, his wife, and everybody who was, you know, deeply affected, impacted by this, by this tragic loss in our community, man. So, we can just close with a moment of silence and then, you know, we, we can be out. Just 10 Absolutely. seconds. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, bro. All right, man. Solid, bro. Great. I appreciate you. Have a good night. All right, man. Good night. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. So I really hope you got some valuable insight. And I hope I helped in some capacity, whether it be through the platform or the podcast. If you'd like to support for free, you can like this video if you're on YouTube, or you can share and subscribe regardless of what platform you're listening to the episode on. If you'd like to support monetarily, now we're talking, you can go to shop.expressyourselfblackman.com and get yourself some merch. We have a hoodie, we have sweatsuits, we have shirts, we have hats. We also have an ebook on how to heal where I discuss breakups, depression and suicidal ideations, anxiety and attachment styles. I go in depth about my story with dealing with all of those things and then I explain how to heal in an easy guide. It's easy to follow. It's easy to go from reading to implementing. So if you're interested in that as well, it's in the shop. The book is called From Hurting to Healing, A Black Man's Guide. To feeling so consider supporting monetarily but regardless of how you support i appreciate you hope you have a great day sometimes i know you feel like you ain't got nobody to speak to shoulder to lean on somebody you could preach to no you need to hear it my brother i love you we got way too much to live for we got way too much to live for when we get it all we want like you when we get it still we want more i know it's hard Tell me how you feel at once. Did you know that you're alive? But this earth feeling like you're